In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. So good to be back. It's so good to be back. So this episode comes out July 12th. We are recording it um, the Tuesday after Nicole's bridal shower and my bachelorette party um so we wanted to create a whole episode to just update you guys on like what happened with those events because i know we've been talking about them for so long and um we've got a lot of updates so i'm really really excited um to hear all about your shower and um (sighs) to tell you guys all about my bachelorette party um so why don't we start with you nicole i know you didn't necessarily want to shower you weren't sure what your feelings were and now it looked amazing on instagram i felt like i was there you looked incredible give me the rundown i want to know like start to finish and then we'll get into the (laughs) listener questions about it okay perfect well yes okay so my shower was so much fun. I, you know, how nervous I was leading up and how like not into it. I was kind of acting like a little like spoiled bride brat, kind of just being like, I don't want to shower. Why bridal showers are stupid. Blah, blah, blah. My biggest takeaway, like after I was like, oh, wait, have the fucking shower. You guys, it was, it really just was so fun. I, when I've always seen like Instagram captions of people being like, I've never felt so loved. Like I feel so loved after my shower. Truly, you feel the love. love. You truly feel showered with love. And I think you said this on our episode when we were talking about it. It was just a good, it truly was just a good way to like get excited about the wedding and celebrate. I haven't seen a lot of those people in forever, especially after COVID. And it was just a great way to see them with a little bit more of an intimate group. We had about 30-ish people there, which, by the way, I think is perfect. At first, I thought it was going to be not enough people. Actually, it was perfect. And we can get into that. Um, But I mean, it was just it was an overall great experience. It felt it lasted about from one to four-ish. Okay. And it felt like it was a five-minute event because that's how fun it was. Did you play any games? I love the bridal shower games. Did you open guests? Yes. Did you play any games? I need to know all of it. What was okay. like, what was, give me like, give me like the run of show. Yes. The run of show. <laughs> okay. So it started at one. Um, here's the thing. I know games and gifts is a very controversial topic. We're seeing the modern day. You listeners out there, some of you are like no games, no gifts. They're corny, whatever. We did play games and I truly think that was one of the most key parts to making it fun. 
And I was nervous about that, too, because, you know, I'm like bridal shower games. I don't want to seem weird and tacky, no, whatever. Those are, what, which games? Give us which game. They they just engaged all the guests of all ages. So we played, first of all, the newlywed game. And this I is, love we that had, game. OK, it's so much fun. It's a good chance for like everyone to just get to know the couple. We had Mike there for that one. Did you play um, the shoe game like the newlywed game with shoes? Oh, no, I've seen that done, though. So the way so my mother-in-law, my future mother-in-law planned out all the games. The way she did this one is she like interviewed Mike and I prior, like a couple days before when okay. we saw her separately um, on different questions, asked, asked us each different questions. You know, everything from like, what's Nicole's pet peeve or what's Mike's dream job, like random stuff like that. Right. Who does... Um, the cooking, cleaning, whatever, just funny little questions like that. Oh, and um, she wrote our answers on note cards in order so that when we each like she would quiz, you know, Mike, and then he would say what he thinks I said. He would say what what, what his he thought you is. would answer. Right. He'd say his answer or what he thought you would say. His answer. It's confusing. Okay. <laughs> I was confused, like doing the interview. And she even was like, wait, I'm doing this wrong. I have to ask you what you would say. Like she just interviewed us about our each what we are. And the right. whole like fun of it was to see if, if I, what other. I knew about Mike. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And um, so it's fun. just funny because like you end up getting into little like you're like, no, you don't do that. Whatever. Right. Like, no way. Are you cleaner? Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. So that was really fun. Um, that's what a lot of the pictures are from. And then we did, okay, the pass the wine bottle game. I don't know where she got this, but this was fun. You basically have somebody tell a story about how you met. So we had my best friend, Brooke from college, tell this amazing story. And in the story, she had to like really have some writing skill for this. You say throughout the story, she had the words left and right put in. Like, okay. through, like she'd be like, you know, Nicole left Mike in the cafeteria, whatever. Um, and every time the word left or right comes up in the story, you pass this wine bottle around this table that way. And whoever it lands on at the end gets to keep the wine bottle. That was just like fun and like active. I don't know how to how else to describe it. It was you just get like to, funny. you gave away like a few wine bottles or something like yes. the winners of the game. That's fun. Yes. So each table played that. Yeah. So and your mother-in-law put together this whole thing. She did all the games. She she went game crazy. We also did like the little um, guess how many jelly beans in the jar. That's more of like a thing people just see as they're walking oh, by the that. table, you know. And then one thing I loved and I recommend that technically could be considered a game. Just a good like little keepsake for the couple. She did this thing where it's each guest writes in front of their uh, table setting place. She put a date night card where each guest writes a uh, idea for a date okay. night. I've done that too. That's fun. Yeah. Now you have all these ideas. Oh, we have all these. What was the best one? My friends were getting creative with it. My one friend, Madeline, put um, order everything on the menu from Taco Bell. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you really know how to get the romance going. That's great. Um, but yeah, that was fun. I'm trying to think if there are. Oh, we did a would you rather game. This was really quick. Um, 
where basically they, it was a bunch of like, would you rather questions? And each person filled it out on their sheet, what they thought it was all about me, the bride, Mm -hmm. um, what they thought I would, would you rather like one was, would you rather cook or clean, you know? And it was like, guess who knows? It was like, see who knows the bride the best. And I know this sounds like a bunch of games, you guys. And you're probably like, whoa, this is, but it really like, we didn't have a strict, um, like itinerary not really i i stood up and said like thank you for coming to everybody like shout out to my future mother-in-law and my sister and the people who planned it but um there weren't really speeches you have gifts yes so okay that's the big that's the big controversial because everybody's like opening gifts is so boring at bridal showers here's the thing i didn't have a ton of tangible in-person gifts a lot of people sent stuff to the house and let me know a lot of people you know and we only had 30 people truly like oh yeah that's small at one makes sense then yeah and the thing with games and gifts i think if you're gonna do them do them throughout the event not like one right after another like do one let time go by do one let some time go by that way the flow is nice right right and the thing with gifts too is like you can't like there were people like mingling and talking while i was opening the gifts there were a lot of people watching me open the gifts like and i was fine with that no like at one at one point my i could tell my future mother-in-law was like uh, starting to try to like um, quiet people down that were talking. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to be like, you right. must silently watch me open gifts. Like, it was just kind of like a free for all kind of fun thing. And was it, it a restaurant? So it was at my, this sounds so bougie, but my sister's country club. So oh, yeah, nice. technically okay. a restaurant. Um, but yeah, and then, I mean, oh, sorry, go on. Uh, no, sorry, go on. No, I don't even know what I was honestly going to say there. So you go. <laughs> no, I think it's so great that you like, you know, you had this day that you liked it. It seems like you had very low expectations and it sort of surpassed all of them and you felt very loved. And I feel like that's the best th- like kind of shower. Like it sounds like intimate, yes. nice, fun. And like, um, what do you think? Is there anything um, that you kind of wish that you knew or the wish that you like any any if there was one tip for like anyone having a bridal shower or thinking about having a bridal shower like what would you say girl i got a lot of those <laughs> um and then guys keep listening because i promise we're getting my shower out of the way you might be sick of hearing it cause, about it because i posted on instagram about it and stuff and we're gonna get to jordana's bachelorette which i'm so excited for but um before we leave you with my shower so Overall, the the big tips, my favorite parts of it were when we had Mike show up. That was just fun. We had him show up like an hour and a half after the shower started. So around like it started at one. We had him show up around like 2.30-ish, 3-ish. Okay. Um, that was just fun because like, you know, they they wanted to see him and stuff too. He got to see everybody. We got he got to got to participate in some of the games. Um, we also had like some of the significant others show up like it was by no means a co-ed shower which by the way i hear are really fun so if you're thinking about doing that probably do it um but we did have like you know my brother-in-law my 
uh, my dad can't normalize bringing dads to showers. That's a big thing, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just it was like we weren't like females only, you know, that kind of thing. And that made it fun. Yeah. We had babies there. My nephews. It was great. Um, The other stuff I I would say don't end. Okay, two things. One, when we first got there and everybody was kind of warming up to each other, some guests didn't know each other. I would say like just try to at the beginning, like introduce your guests to each other. Like Mike's family was there. My family was there. Some had never met. It was a great opportunity for them to meet before the wedding, too. For sure. That's true, actually. Good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, just introduce them so that you're setting the energy early on at the shower. Cause if not, I think it can be a little like silent and awkward and people can be shy and you don't want that energy at at an event. Um, the second thing underrated, I didn't realize until there were a couple silent moments in the beginning music, people forget that. Like, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Literally music. Never have an event without music. Did you have music? So like, no, my sister was like, I I, like, no, they just didn't like plan it. And it was again in like this room in her like country club area. But I went, I was like, we need music. I need some background music here. The waitress like was able to turn on some over like their speakers and stuff. So it was great. Oh, that's great. I'm not saying you need like fix. A club like a band. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, but just something over a speaker, a little playlist. Have that in the background. Like, don't play it up so that people can't hear each other, but just have some sound. People don't think of that. No, you don't until it's not there. Um, Another thing, we had some really great like food and alcohol options and stuff. I would say like just to save money, I don't. This might be controversial, but you don't need a ton of food at a bridal shower. Like I would we had like a sit down lunch moment. We had hors d'oeuvres passed at the beginning. God bless my sister for covering the cost of most of that. And others helped chipped in and what helped chip in and whatnot. But like I I almost like you don't need that much food. So I think if you're like I don't know, just thinking of cutting costs, you don't need to go wild with the food at a bridal shower because nobody's like really there. Like, you know, what do you think is the to... most important thing to spend on is mm, good question. Um, probably alcohol. Everybody wants alcohol there. That's true. What did you have like mimosas or something? There was a little mimosa and Bloody Mary bar set up. And then if people wanted extra stuff, they could ask the waitress like to bring them a a beer wine. I don't think we we didn't do liquor. Um, That seems unnecessary for a lunch event anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't need liquor. Ain't nobody got to be drinking liquor at one at your bridal shower with your like grandma there. It seemed like some people were asking about centerpieces too. Yes. Okay. This I recommend doing my future mother-in-law. So she was mainly in charge of like decor and the games and she did so much. Um, My sister did a lot of like the food and stuff like that. Um, She went to the grocery store, the market, whatever, asked for a bunch of citrus, grapefruits, lemons, oranges, et cetera, without like bruises on them. 
literally cut them and some of them in half, left some of them whole, arranged them, threw them on tables. It looked so cute, just like little citrus theme, summer citrus moment and got these flowers that everybody was asking what they are. So guys, they're delphiniums. Where did I write that down? Delph- delphiniums, Delph- delphiums, delphiniums. Um, and they're, they were white. And then I think she got the greenery from like Amazon or something like just to like drape around. And I mean, they were DIY, they were easy and they looked amazing. So yeah, they look beautiful. Your whole setup looked really nice. And you had some other like larger, like, like floral thing, right? A little installation. My sister did that with um, this amazing couple, small business, black owned business, um, Mason Joy Celebrations in Maryland. If you guys are doing something in Maryland, go to them. I want to get there. Yeah, it's that. Um, They did this amazing balloon arch. And I know there's some controversial people about like balloons are bad for the environment, but like, are they? I never heard that. I don't know. I think I got like two DMs. Everything's online. a little bit. Everything's a little bad for the environment. It's okay. Exactly. And then she ordered a greenery all from Amazon. You underestimate like Amazon, Etsy, all these little co- uh, companies for ordering de- decor. But um, yeah, I mean, it just, oh, that was a big tip. Have a photo moment. People are going to want to take photos. Have a backdrop of some sort to guide people on where to do that just so it looks nice i just think that was a big um i don't know a big plus did you have babers yes mother-in-law and mike's our aunt um did that uh they did lemon sugar scrubs and that's a really good favor because cheap to make you get a bunch of little mason jars you, I think, look up the recipe for a sugar scrub. It's like soap and sugar. And oh, like, they made them. Yeah. DIY. Oh, cool. Yep. A lot of DIY of the shower. This was a whole proof that like DIY events can be just gorgeous and so fun and look so elevated. Completely. They're probably more personal than like mm-hmm. having someone else do it. You know, I feel like it's probably really reflective of the couple and like really personal and intimate. For sure. For sure. Um, as someone has a few people asked, it seems like who covered the cost? Are you comfortable sharing? Is that like, was that yes. a thing? Was it like, how did, who decided, like, how did you figure that out? Yes. Okay. So this is the whole like th- reason I didn't even want to have a bridal shower. Cause I was like, I don't want anybody to have to pay for this. I'm for sure as hell. I'm not like paying for my own bridal shower. Um, my bridesmaids are already doing enough, taking them to Tulum next month. Right. So, um, I'm not taking them. They're paying. So anyways, my, <laughs> they're um, themselves to <laughs> they're taking themselves. Yeah. Um, so the cost was split between, I know my sister did a lot of the food. Um, my dad helped and chipped in because he felt bad, like that she had to, but that was like, not until the end. It was a nice little, that was like his gift to me. Even though I was like, you don't have to get me a gift, but whatever. Um, my mother-in-law did a lot of like the decor, um, you know, the game stuff, all that kind of like all those bells and whistles that made it a really special event. Um, the thing with like the cost, I took my sister was like, I don't care. Like she again, I think I've talked about it before. She she does well, she has a really great job, she works her butt off, you know, she had the budget to throw me a nice event when it came to like food and stuff. 
Um, but for people that don't, I would say like, you don't need a venue. If, if my future mother-in-law or my sister had a house, but they're both in the midst of moving, ironically, if they had a house where they could throw this shower, I would have loved it there too. Like you do not need to go to a restaurant. If you don't want to have to like host it at your house and figure out food there and catering there, then do it at at a restaurant or country club or whatever at a venue. But if you want to like cut on costs on that kind of stuff, do it at your house. You can I feel like that's just a overall tip. You can have a nice right. house bridal shower. I've been but yeah, to those so at split. the houses. They're so nice also. I think any it's kind of like it doesn't even matter. Like all that matters is like you're with people who make you feel good. And mm-hmm. it's like an intimate way to like get to know, like you said, like get to know or like have intimate moments with people before the wedding in like a smaller, I right. think, more intimate setting. Right. Oh, and regarding cost too, like other people definitely like chipped in in little ways. Like I think one of my friends got the cookies on the way and that was just a nice little thing and covered that. And one of my mom's best friends got, um, you know, the wine bottles for the game and covered that. So you, that's a tip too. Like maybe if people are willing to chip in in those ways, cost wise and labor wise, um, you know, delegate little stuff. Cause if you delegate a bunch of little stuff, then people are only chipping in a tiny, tiny bit. Doesn't feel like the co- the burden of the whole cost is on one person. Right. That's great. Uh, I think that's great advice for people. And then finally, tell us about your outfit, your hat, your dress. <laughs> people, I thought it was beautiful. Very like, it was like unique, but not like so crazy that like, it seemed like it was like you were trying too hard i thought it was a great beautiful outfit and you looked amazing in it where'd you get thank you everybody's like give me dress details um that was from revolve we love revolve it's like the most basic bitch site to get stuff for wedding stuff um i just found it i got it for my rehearsal dinner and decided it wasn't fancy enough for what i wanted for the rehearsal decided to wear it to the shower instead um yeah, I linked it on the Betches Brides Instagram. I'll probably keep it in highlights. So go there if you guys want it. Um, it's actually sold out right now, though. So sorry. Um, <laughs> so sucks for them. Um. Yeah. But um, what else? Oh, the hat my friend made. I made a TikTok about it. I'll probably post it on Brides as well. Um, she got a hat from a white hat from Forever 21, literally cut the colored ribbon off of it glued got from a fabric store glued lace and stick on pearls and tool on the back with a hot glue gun she said it took her two seconds and it was literally the like the hat was my favorite moment of the shower the highlight of the of the event yes and i'm wearing it every day until my wedding so i love it yeah that's amazing um yes and I mean, um, we should link, we should hi- put the your bridal story in like highlights on Betches Brides so that everyone can like go find out where to get oh, good call. You, the stuff you got and how to decorate. But I love, I, what I really love about your shower is that there was so much like intimate D- DIY stuff, which like you mm-hmm. said, shows that you can do this on a budget. It's a sweet thing to do. It doesn't have to like cost you a fortune and it's probably feels more intimate that way. And like those wind up being your favorite parts, kind of like we said. Yes. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. 
Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code brides20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code brides20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code brides20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. But I don't want to take up all the time because the thing I'm I'm personally more excited than my shower is your bachelorette. So are you ready to jump in? Because I and, of course, our audience, we all have a lot of the same questions, honestly. But, you know, let's just start. How was your bachelorette? And you just made it home from it, I feel like. So, yes. So, (laughs) yeah, that was that's the end. uh, situation my bachelorette was amazing i had so much fun um it was like it was just such a great fun trip and it felt really special it's funny because like i went into it being like well to give you some context my friends and i have always done like really fun girls trips like even before any of us were getting married like everyone around us was going on bachelorette parties we were just like going on girls trips to like various cities we like love doing that we were single so we're like we're not gonna wait for a bachelorette party we're just gonna go away together um so i loved a girl's trip and part of me i think going into it was like i wish this would just be like a girl's trip because it's like less pressure and less like center of attention as you know last week i was like scrambling to put together all my outfits and everything and i was just like very stressed out um (laughs) and then but then i mean like it wound up feeling re- I I wound like I went into it wanting it to be like that. And then it wound up being like so much better because it really did feel really special. Like the effort that my friends put into like making it feel really cohesive, really special, really like kind of like about me, even though I was kind of like right. hesitant to have it be that way, just made me feel very loved and very like, you know, it was very thoughtful. Like they did um, fanny packs that said um, like everyone's names and mine said Marinelli's girl, which is like sort I of an inside that. joke. Um, and they had like the sign put up um, and it was just all like really cute. We played a, we played a game very similar to the newlywed game that you played like on Saturday night, which was also like Mike sent in videos of himself answering the questions. And we kind of like <gasps> did the, a game. Oh, that, that way, was a surprise. Was really any, any like pre-planned surprise thing. I just feel like is so sweet and intimate. Like it, it is. That part was probably the least surprising because we played it with every single one of my friends on the oh. address. <laughs> so I wasn't like it would have been more surprising if we didn't do it. But it was like it was surprising. It was nice that like it was like pre-planned and pre-arranged and pre-put up. Um, yeah. And there was just like so much thought. I mean, I really like to be honest, I didn't plan like any of it. 
We um, had a lot of people ask that, like who planned it? Yeah. My friends just like really took the lead. It was like three of them and they like divided the things. I mean, like it was nice because everyone's like friends with each other. So it was easy for them to like, I think. Right. Divide. They know each other also very well. So it was like, oh, well, you do this. I'll do this. And like there was really like volunteer basis kind of thing. Um, and they put it together really, really well. They did like they really thought of everything. And so everything went like that much smoother. Did you have I know you had an itinerary with like your big thing. A lot of people were asking, do you have or did you have every minute like planned out? Like we're going to this event then this is next at this time or or was it more just like, okay? well, it was kind of like there are certain things that like had. So it's like, all right, obviously, like there are. okay, I'll give you the rundown. Our flight was on Thursday night flight from New York to Reno. So we got in with the time difference it was like a six it's like a long flight but we got in late we got to the airbnb um at like it was probably like midnight but like so in new york it was like 2 a.m or something it was like a le- maybe it was like 11 something so it was it was really late so we weren't like gonna do anything crazy that night we just like had a glass of wine kind of like got settled in um and then went to sleep which was nice because i'm like mm-hmm. i can't handle too many activities too intensely <laughs> that so that was yeah. great um and then the next day we went for a hike that was like loose that was like we're gonna go for a hike this day but it wasn't like we're going for a hike at 9 a.m it was kind of like when we're all up and we've like and my, they also got groceries delivered to the house which was i would say key and like really nice for just having everything there and not having well to, like, especially worry about that especially because your guys's location was a bit remote too so it's right like there was stuff near a little bit yeah it's kind of like it is like sort of a vacation town it's inclined village in like tahoe okay. But it was not like there was a ton of easy. It's not like Uber. Ubers aren't really like a thing there. They took a really long time. Um, and like you it's, you could walk somewhere, but it would like it would take you like maybe a little bit. So it was really nice to have groceries. Mm-hmm. Um, so we woke up. We like had breakfast. There were like eggs and like, um, you know, like just breakfast foods. And then we went for this. We went for the hike, which was like Lake Tahoe is like one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. It looks like Europe, like the water there is unbelievable. I I couldn't. Your photo, the water was blue slash clear. It was, I was was really cool. You should go. Everyone should go. It was like so, so cool. And none of us had really a lot. I mean, I've been there in the winter skiing, but I'd never been in the summer. And I think I was the only one who'd ever been to Tahoe. And so it was really cool just for everyone to like see a new place and do a new thing together. Um, so then after that, we went, um, then it was like kind of a chill. We didn't have like a full crazy. It was like, we got lunch and then it was kind of like, everyone can do your own thing until dinner. Like if you want to nap, you nice. can nap. If you want to like go on a walk and go on a walk, um, like whatever you, you want to go like shopping, whatever you can do that. Um, and then we got ready to go to dinner. We drank for dinner and then we went to Garwoods, which is like, that was like our favorite place. It was the dock. So, it was like, right. It was on the water. Uh, every single person who DM me about Lake Tahoe DM me about Garwood. So it's like the place oh, to be. And they were go. not joking. Um, the nightlife there is not that crazy. I would say like it was there. They had some live music. It was like fun. It wasn't like wild, but that was nice. I also like can't go that hard for that many days. So it was actually kind right. of pleasant because like we had fun. We were drinking. We went out, but then we went home um, and like kind of just hung out and then th- weren't out too crazy like because we did have the boat the next day the boat day looked like was that your favorite day 
that was like my best day of like the year so far. It was like so oh much fun. Um, I have the chills. So beautiful. So nice. You know, I, lo- I love boat. I love the sun. I love boats. I love drinking. You love my pants. It was it was such a fun, great, great day. The, the boat. So we actually had questions about the boat. First of all, did you who found the boat? How did they did they just like search boats in Tahoe? I think I actually I think they legitimately did just search like boats in Tahoe. I think it's a very big thing there. Are they also the Airbnb we stayed at was like Tahoe experience or something. So I think that they were able to recommend a lot of the the things that we were doing or like how to get around that kind of thing, like car service, that sort of situation. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, okay. Continue on the itinerary after boat day. Did you do dinner and out at night? So out, after boat day, we were like, obviously like drinking and doing a lot. So we went back to the house and we had a chef come and we stayed in and mm-hmm. we played that game with my, like the Mike game, newlywed game. Um, and we had a chef come and she was like incredible. Um, we had a great Mexican meal, um, and we were just drinking and talking and eating and playing games. And it was just like really fun. We didn't go out. We like, we like had spent the whole day like drinking on the boat. I think we were like very happy to just like chill and have a nice day. This trip and your itinerary sounds like the perfect mix of going out enough, but also just like getting lit with your friends, no matter where you are. Um, and you just so happen to be in beautiful Lake Tahoe where the scenery, the water, everything looked great. Would you say it was like the perfect mix of just both? Or do you wish you had gone out more, stayed in more? I think it was really great. Like maybe we could, I guess maybe we, there could have been like another bar, but like, I don't think that it even really, I think it was like better that way because then I, I, I prefer not to, because if, if you go like too hard at one event, you can't really enjoy the others. So I feel like we went right. like, and if we had like a great night, it was like drinking dinner, fun, some live music. And then it was like, but not so intense that we couldn't, we were all like hung over for the boat or anything. Right. Right. You and know? I think when, when you have a two packed itinerary where it's like day drink activity, like lunch before that, and then it's like straight to dinner, you got to get home, go get home, get ready, dinner out, repeat the next day. Sometimes I've been on trips and batches like that. And sometimes it's like just too much and you're exhausted and you're more worried about like what the, ne- what time the next event is totally. to make it on the itinerary. Yeah. We, there was a lot of time for everyone to like relax and regroup. Cause like, I think it's better to have fewer events that people get more into. Like they're more like ready to go and they're like not already tired and drained than have like back to back events. And everyone's like, dragging themselves to like the club on the Saturday night after they've been drinking all day and they can't, they're not really having fun and they're just spending money for no reason. Exactly. Exactly. We had a a lot of questions about cost and like how much, if you don't, well, here's the the thing. I'm not going to, I don't actually even know, like obviously there's the flight and the Airbnb um, like those were the main costs. Right. And then there's like dinners and other things. I actually don't, I, I don't currently have an idea about exact amount, but I think if you're, if you're trying to figure out costs or like what costs you should make things or like how to do that, I think the best. And for me also, I'm having a destination wedding. So I wasn't offended if anyone didn't come, I wasn't like hurt. Um, I was like, anyone who wants to come I, again, I went into it thinking it's gonna be a girl's trip and anyone who comes is great. We had a crew of eight people. It was really fun. But um, 
I think the like you can you should let people back out if they do not mm-hmm. want the cost. So I think the way we did it was like we were like, here are the flights we're thinking of taking. They were we're planning on like the the three or four people who were definitely in. Let's say we're like, here are the flights we're taking, and here's the Airbnb we booked. So the person people can like figure out the cost that way, like the bulk cost. And then mm-hmm. anyone who's like, eh, this is like a lot for me. I think you give them the opportunity to back out, and um. You can't really be upset about it and you can you should do whatever you want to do. I like when I had a destination, I have a destination wedding. I did a destination bachelorette and I knew like some people wouldn't be into it. And I was like totally, totally okay with that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even really know the exact cost. But if, if, if you're worried about like making something too expensive or too cheap, I would say do what you really want to do. Assuming and unless you want everyone to come, if you want everyone to come, then find somewhere cheaper you can doodle you can use a doodle and survey people and ask them how much they're willing to spend and do it backwards that way um i wanted to go like kind of where i wanted to go so i kind of went into that knowing that and and was okay with anyone who couldn't make it i love that mentality because we had people ask like did you have to sacrifice anything to like appease the guests and i think like you do what you want you're the bride it's your one and only bachelorette and just set the expectations early, like you said, because then, you know, if people don't want that, then they don't have to go or participate. Right. In those and events. I do think w- one of the advantages of being an older bride myself, like in my 30s, <laughs> um, is that my friends are all a little older and they all have a little more spending, like, like they all have a little bit more spending right. power than they were like disposable income. So right. I think that maybe I wouldn't have done it this way if I got married at like 26 or 27. Um, I might've been like, my friends may have had less to spend and I would have done, we would have all been down for something maybe a little less expensive. Um, Mm -hmm. so I do think it's important to consider that like only you really know, like your group of friends. I think most people have an idea of like how much their friends, what their friends think is like outrageous and what their friends think is normal. And that differs wildly by group and like one person's one person's like, um, you know, one person's casual trip is another person's fancy trip. So I think that's up to you. And I don't think we should like it, the actual prices are not important. It's about knowing your group and like knowing what they're would be comfortable with. Right, right. You did favors. I know we talked a little bit about this on the last episode, but can you just kind of recap for people who didn't hear that? Talk about the favors and then the decorations or if there were I, sure. I saw like a float. I saw a beautiful oh, yeah. float at one point. So I brought some favors and my friends made me some favors. Um, So there were a lot of favors going around. So I, me, Sammy, um, Sammy really helped me with the papers. She used the, again, the Betches design uh, team. We made like Tahoe sweatshirts that said tan your back Tahoe because I love tanning. And that was like sort of my friend inside joke. So we made those sweatshirts. We were really fun. Like went for when it got cold, like at night or on the hike, like it was great. And they made for some great photo ops. I'm sure you can see them on yes. um on social they were great and then um drunk elephant um we worked with them and they gave out like the these littles which were like little skincare products which everyone loved it's great they're like travel size so i like to i think a, a nice little beauty product is like most people like those and it, mm-hmm. i didn't want to do something kind of like stupid that no one cared about just to like, sure. do it 
Everybody <laughs> loves Drunk Elephant too. And like just trying their stuff, like a little sample size. Yeah. I love those. They're like adorable and they're great for traveling. And I think they're just like really great products. So I was really excited to work with them on that. Um, so that was what I gave. And then I got there. I wasn't even expecting my friends to do anything, which is part of what made it really special. We got there and it said there was like a Marinelli's girl sign and that huge, um, that huge like engagement ring float. I think they, they yes. basically, they, they had arranged through the Airbnb to have someone come and decorate it. So it was already decorated when we got there. Oh um, my God. Which I think Smart. probably costs a little extra, cried. but it's probably worth it. Cause you don't have to like deal with that. Yeah. Um, and then it's there, like you said, when you guys arrive together. So you don't have to be like, Jordana, close your eyes. We're going to decorate. Exactly. And I then they, they also got little fanny packs for the hike. Um, and they put in them like those Neutrogena wipes, like makeup remover wipes and Advil and um, five hour energies, which I love because those are all things that I use every vacation. Yes. Um, speaking of the hike. We had so many questions about two things. One, your cute outfit. And just tell us about like all your outfits. I know that was a stress point for you. <laughs> it was. Um, but your white workout outfit. And then also like your fitness routine. We have had so many questions about your abs. Oh, that's very <laughs> um, flattering. Thank you. Um, so the outfit, the white workout outfit I got from Carbon 38. Um, so and I was like a little wary of being like the girl, like having too much attention placed on me wearing white. But it was actually fun. It looked great in pictures, especially with the navy sweatshirts. Um, so check them out. They have some great stuff. Um, and then what was the other question? Your fitness routine, because <laughs> you had a six pack. My fitness routine um, is that I do a lot of at home workouts every day I love that's my favorite part of working from home is that I can get get them in nice. between like meetings or things like that if I had like a spare 30 minutes or before work um and I do obey um mostly mm-hmm. I would say I do like their hit classes and their pilates and sculpt classes and then I also do peloton yoga um and like some like core strength I do core classes on peloton um nice and that's like the bulk of it and I also do some melissa wood health love her stuff um did you wear your ring there and in the lake because that's a question we get i is did like traveling with the ring people get nervous about it people get nervous if you're um, obviously everyone should make sure their ring is insured my ring like does not come off has never come off my finger unless i physically like literally i have to like i have to like tur- i have to like yank <laughs> it off my finger for it to come off so i really wasn't worried about it because my knuckle is i have like very fat knuckle or like big knuckles (laughs) the bone is very big so it's very hard like I have to like push it on and like yank it off so I personally was not worried about it even even in the cold where your pants shrink like I've literally never had a situation where the ring came off in it like it's usually very very difficult for me to get it off so I wasn't worried but also make sure your ring is insured just in case do you shower with your ring on I don't when I'm in my apartment, I never wear my ring, but I figured like it's my Same. bachelorette. The whole point is that I'm getting married. So I wanted to wear it there. But like when I'm home, I never wear it because I like I'm working out or like cooking. Yeah. And I, I don't want it to get like super dirty or weird. Yeah. 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 Same pretty much, even though I'm wearing yeah. one right now. But and then when I go away, I try not to take it off at all. So I don't accidentally leave it somewhere. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, not to make it about me. But for my bachelorette, everybody's like, do we wear a ring? like the other engaged people? And I'm like, if I do, yes, like, and Mexico is different, obviously, international, but 
if I do, I'm just never taking it off my finger yeah. the entire weekend. That's what they say. The safest place to keep your ring is on your finger. Yeah. Were there any big lessons learned? Anything you would have done differently about your bachelorette? Any tips or hacks you can share with us? I would say um, there's always little things that go wrong. So to let them go. I mean, ours was kind of a big thing. So we were all, oh, you know know what I would suggest? I think it's really fun when everyone takes the same flight there because it like Mm -hmm. everyone can like hype each other up and you get really excited before you even get there. So I thought that was really fun. We were all on the same flight. Um, and not to mention it makes transportation a little easier like when you get there but also it's just like fun everyone's like there they're excited they're together it like really gives it starts off like the energy for the trip right um so that's a big tip and then i would just like so our our flight back we were also on the same flight back it was a (laughs) sunday night red eye and it got canceled so we were all like had no flight and we were like freaking out um because that some of us didn't even get put on a new flight. So we had to like book entirely new flights that were like connecting and it was just like a mess and we ended up having to leave the next day. Um, so these stories were so funny. She was like recording her podcast from the bathroom yeah. of like wherever you guys were. I mean, thankfully we're in a work from home situation for most people. Um, not everyone, but most, a lot of people that we were, most of the people that were on the trip were in a work from home situation. So they could work from like the Hyatt where we wound up staying, which was really beautiful. I highly recommend it. Um, so it wasn't like terrible, but um, yeah, it was um, it was stressful. But it's nice if you're you have a good crew and everyone's like chill. It's fun. To, it's good because then the more chill your group is, the less, the more like they can roll with it as things don't right. go their way and things will. Oh, and that's true. I think of the wedding and every aspect. I'm sure that happened with the bridal shower too. Like you think mm-hmm. something's gonna be a certain way, it's not exactly like that. But as long as everyone has like a good attitude at whatever event you're at. Like that's the most important thing. The bachelorette is so funny for something to happen like that on the last day. Cause like, I feel like by the end of a bachelorette, no matter how party crazy or not party crazy it is, like you're ready to get home almost. Right. So for you guys, it was like, it would have been like the perfect amount of time. We were like saying that. And then we had an additional like full day that was more traveling because we, most of us had to connect. Yeah, Um, definitely like wasn't ideal. But again, like everyone was fine. We all made it home. We were all safe. Like if you just keep things in perspective Um, and it was just like a really fun, great trip. I'm so happy that I did it and um, I had a great time. It was lovely. Do you have this is apparently a thing as of recently. The audience has been like telling me that both post-bachelorette and post-wedding, which we'll get to after our weddings, um, post-bachelorette blues is a thing. Like you get really sad after your bachelorette because it's past. Do you have that? Um, I have that a little bit for sure. I have some other trips with my friends coming up though. So I'm not like that sad. I mean, it was. I think it was great. It was really fun. I think I appreciated it while I was there. I had a great time. I had an extra day that no one wanted. Um, so... <laughs> I'm like, I, I feel that a little bit just in the sense of, oh, this fun trip is over. But I think it's always good to have something to look forward to. I'm looking forward to my wedding. I'm looking forward to I'm like, I'm supposed to go to Greece in August. So I don't feel that like right. depressed about it. And I also haven't really had time to let it sink in because it's only been like a few hours since I got home. So maybe next week I'll feel differently. 
Right, right. And like you said, it's like after that, you're right back into like planning for the wedding. So you don't have much time to be sad. Um, By the time this episode comes out, we will have shared. I've been meaning to connect with you. We got to make a whole like little guide, share your photos, get them out into the world because the Betches Brides audience is already begging. Um, So yeah, by the time you guys hear this, you'll have a whole guide on our Instagram and whatnot, and you'll be able to see a lot more from Jordana's batch content wise. Um, But yeah, I mean, I just Lake Tahoe, baby. It looks beautiful. I literally turned to Mike while watching your Instagram story, pointed at the water and said, if if we don't get my body in that beautiful water at some point soon, I... I need to be. I just need to be in Lake Tahoe. You'll, it looked so you'll love it. It's so. It's like impossible to not be in a good mood when you're someplace that beautiful. It was like so so nice. I highly recommend yeah. anyone who's looking for a bachelorette or just a vacation. It's like mm-hmm. a great. They also do. It's also a big ski town in the winter. Um, mm-hmm. but thank you guys so much for listening this week. If you have any other questions for Nicole and I, DM either us personally at Jordana Abraham or Nicole Pellegrino. Pellegrino. Oh, at the um, end is a zero. <laughs> the end is a zero or dm at betches brides and um we will answer yeah. anything else that we didn't get to here um and i'm so excited for you i'm like now i'm like a little jealous that you still have yours ahead of you but you're gonna have so much fun and i can't wait to recap yours on betches brides and we will yes. see you next week till death do us part the Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.